When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to me, Dr. Sky, on the Dr. Sky Experience, heard weekly, exclusively on Talk Radio 77 WABC, out of New York City, around the nation, around the world, and around the universe. The crown jewel of radio, the iconic Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcoming you and yours to the Dr. Sky Experience, our Sky Update, episode number 13, begins now. Welcome to the first full week of January 2023, the brand new new year. And as we begin, we talk about Earth's nearest neighbor, the moon, and we zoom in and give you the information necessary to follow this object, Earth's nearest neighbor, as it moves around the Earth. The last full moon was on January the 6th, the first of 13 full moons throughout the entire calendar year. This noon, full moon, known officially as the full wolf moon, shone brightly in our skies as it was at its farthest point away from the Earth, as we call it apogee. The moon then continues to wane, moving on to last quarter on the 15th, rising around midnight, and a great time, if you can endure the weather conditions, if you have clear skies, of seeing the best shadow relief along the central portion of the moon we call the Terminator, where the shadow relief is the best. The moon then moves on to perigee, its closest position to the Earth on the 21st, and that date also gives us the first full moon of the new year, the first new moon, I should say, that on the 21st of January. The moon is closest to us on January the 21st, at new moon called perigee. But then the moon continues to wax. Look for it low in the southwestern part of the sky, just after sunset, if you hopefully have clear skies. There'll be a great event that takes place as the moon moves on to its first quarter phase on the 28th. But in between there, there's some things that you really should take note of. On the evening hours of January the 22nd, just after sunset, look low into the southwestern part of the sky for the goddess of love and beauty herself, the planet Venus, as it conjuncts together with the original ring planet Saturn with a separation of about a third degree apart. This makes for a good observation with the naked eye and also in a pair of binoculars or a telescope as the goddess of love and beauty herself snuggles right up to the god of the agriculture or the god Cronus we call Saturn as a planet. And then on the evening of the 23rd, if your sky conditions are clear, the moon then enters into the picture as both the moon, Venus, and Saturn form a small conjunction less than four degrees apart in the southwest just after sunset. As we talk about planets, mentioned before in our previous Dr. Sky updates, our sky updates are inclusive. We talked about all the major planets in the solar system being visible in the evening sky, at least position-wise. We found out that Venus and Mercury low in the southwest. To the left, as we move along the zodiac or the ecliptic, we come across Saturn. Continuing to the left, the planet Neptune, not visible to the naked eye, but in a telescope. Then moving to the left further through the zodiac, we come across Jupiter. Then, ladies and gentlemen, moving to the left still, the planet Uranus, and then finally on to the red god of war, the planet Mars. Beautiful sights in our early January skies. But how about this? 
If you've ever wondered what's the brightest star in our nighttime sky, not the daytime, we know the sun, of course, has that honor. The brightest star in the evening sky for the entire year anywhere on the Earth is the brilliant star known as Sirius. You can see it. It's in the constellation known as Canis Major, the large dog. All you have to do to look at this object with the naked eye, even from bright city lights in downtown New York City or other brightly lit cities wherever this particular podcast is heard, look into the southeastern part of the sky by around 9 p.m. That shimmering beacon of starlight is Sirius, a blue star, rather young. The star itself is some 8.6 light years away from us. The reason it's so bright is partially because of its proximity to the Earth. But also, something more fascinating happens if you take a telescope, a higher-powered telescope, with large aperture, and look at Sirius. Did you know that one of the most famous of all dwarf stars, or little compact neutron-type stars, is a star called Sirius B? It's called the Pup. Obviously, an appropriate name for a dog that has a sibling. We find out that Sirius B is at its farthest separation away from the primary star Sirius in the year 2023. By a diameter distance of about maybe 13 or so seconds of arc, maybe the diameter of what the planet Mars is in the sky right now. But without a lot of verbiage, the star Sirius B is a most amazing object. It is a tiny little dwarf star about the size of the Earth and has so much compact material that if you scooped up a bit of material from Sirius B, it would weigh as much almost as a giant aircraft carrier or a large giant super-sized building. Hard to believe the things that go on in quantum physics. The star itself is beautiful to watch. Stars don't necessarily twinkle, but don't tell your lady friend or other friends that because you'll take the romance out. Stars indeed do twinkle to the eye due to the atmospheric changes that we see in our Earth's atmosphere. So stars accordingly don't really twinkle, but they do so because of the Earth's atmosphere and wind velocities and air moving across the star. But so much for that. The month of January is a good month to look at other objects in the sky, particularly around the time of new moon on the 21st. Observers with dark skies might take a good look into the core of the constellation Orion the Hunter. Right below the belt stars of Orion is an easy-to-see nebula in a pair of binoculars or even better in a telescope, the Great Orion Nebula, some 1,370 light-years away, the birthplace of stars. Always remember to keep your eyes to the skies, as I'm Dr. Sky, reminding you that this is a beginning of a great journey that we're taking here on Talk Radio 77 WABC, the crown jewel of radio, the iconic radio station 77 WABC. You can learn so much more about the Dr. Sky blog by going to wabcradio.com for the Dr. Sky experience in the blog version. Always remember to keep your eyes to the skies. My email is drskyshow at gmail.com. Simply, I'm your navigator on the highway to the heavens. Clear skies and good health.